Hello, this is Beth Jones at BethJones.net, and I want to welcome you to my podcast today. I'm so glad to have you here with me. Today is a beautiful spring day here in Missouri. The flowers are blooming. We have a beautiful tree in our yard with white flowers. We had a spring rain today and looking forward to spring where everything comes to new life and grows and is just so beautiful. Just all of our thought of creation is in its royal beauty from God. Today's podcast is called, Do You Want to Be Made Well? And I'll share in a bit what made me think of this topic, but I want to encourage you that if you don't know anything about me, I'm an international speaker and an Amazon best-selling author. I've written 15 books. I'm now writing my 16th book. You can find out more about my books at my Amazon author page at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Beth M. Jones. I'm an international speaker. If you would like me to come speak at your women's conference or retreat or any event, I love encouraging women. I love praying for women and encouraging them to walk in the fullness of their purpose, using their gifts for God's glory and doing what they love, living a happy, prosperous, blessed, fulfilling, fruitful life. So you can find out more about my speaking at BethJones.net, all my speaking topics there and what I'm about. I want to encourage you also to sign up for my email list if you're not already on my personal mailing list to go ahead and sign up with your name and email address at betchins.net, especially if you're a beginner speaker or writer. You want to write that book, I Am a Big, a Book Midwife. I help you to birth that book, baby. I help you to birth your dreams, your dreams of success, your dreams of being all that God has in his heart for you to do. So you can sign up for that and get a free gift. And I do not send out spam. I believe in sending out quality easings to you probably about twice a minute. Well, today's topic for our podcast is, do you want to be made well? And I want to first pray and dedicate this podcast to God and invite his Holy Spirit here with us today. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you for the tool of technology that enables me and others to share the good news about Jesus Christ God, to use our gifts for your glory, to have a platform that we might not otherwise have. God, I pray for your anointing upon me that you would speak through me, Holy Spirit, that you would breathe on this podcast today, that you would encourage the listener to be all that he or she desires to be, and most of all, all that you desire them to be. God, using their gifts for your glory. God, we give you all the praise and all the glory. And God, I just pray that this would reach the one that needs to hear your message of hope and encouragement today. In Jesus' name. Well, before I get into the scripture, which will be John 5, and I'm going to be using the New Living Translation today. That's one of my favorite translations. Uh, A lot of times I will use New American Standard Bible. I do use a few other versions. Um, Not much of a King James Uh, I do like some of the newer translations. I don't like all of them because I don't feel like they translate properly. Um, They take away from the meaning of the original uh, text. But I do like the NLT and occasionally use a message also. Sometimes a message will not say exactly what the uh, other translations have said. Um, So I do compare them. But this will be out of John 5 today. The New Living Translation, NLT. 
But before I get into the verse, I want to share with you why I'm doing this podcast today. My husband, Ray, is a paramedic at the hospital, and he had texted me earlier that a woman that I met years ago, and I'm not going to give her name to respect her privacy, was in the hospital today. I met her years ago at a church, an Assembly of God church, and um, she and I just struck up a conversation. We just seemed to connect right away, just one of those people that you feel a heart connection with. And her husband at that time was in prison. She still had her kids in. And she was. She began to get involved with people that were the wrong crowd. And she, I don't know if she was an alcoholic at that time or she had been previously. But one of the things in her past was she was an alcoholic. And then she became addicted to drugs. And she used very harsh drugs, very heavy street drugs, one of them being meth. And so now she is very sick. Um, I'm not going to really share the diagnoses of what, what's going on with her. But she is very sick right now. She's in the hospital. And she has a terrible infection in her arm from the street drugs, from shooting up. And so my husband texted me, asked me to come to the hospital because she was... She told him hello. She told him to say hi to me and ask me to pray. And then she asked him to ask me to come there and pray for her, pray with her. And so I did, and I brought her a little gift, and I brought her a card. And one of the things that I wrote in my card was this verse out of John 5. I felt like immediately when my husband told me that she wanted me to come pray for her, that this is a verse that God gave me for her. And that God was saying to her, do you want to be made well? And uh, we're going to get into that in just a minute. But also one of the things I'd written in the card was that she had a calling on her life. And basically she's got this like medical death sentence hanging over her life. And only God knows the last day of our, our lives here. God knows everything. The doctors do not know everything. God knows our birthday, our death date, and the dash in between. So... Doctors may have a lot of wisdom and knowledge, and I respect doctors. I believe God uses doctors. He uses surgeries. He uses medications. He uses whatever he, he wants to. He also does miracles. Jesus still does miracles today. So it's ultimately up to God. But I had written in the card that she had a calling on her life, and she knows us. She had a calling on her life, and that it was never too late, because with Christ, there is always hope. And so when I went to the hospital, my husband went up there with me to the hospital room. And she began talking to me. She smiled when she saw me. She was really glad I came, and I gave her the card and the gift. But before she opened the card and the gift, she was talking to me. And one of the things she said was that God, she knew Jesus Christ could heal her, and she was believing in faith for her healing, and she knew it was never too late. And I kind of laughed, and I said, that's exactly what I wrote in your card. Go ahead and open it. So she did. And it really seemed to bless her. So it is never too late with God. And if that's you, whatever your situation, it may not be sickness. It may be a marriage that is very much in trouble. It may be a relationship with someone in your family, your kids or your grandkids or um, a parent or an in-law or just a friend. Whatever it may be, financial issues. You're really struggling financially. Or, you know, you may 
be sick or it may be some situation like you're having to move or you're about to lose your home or lose your car or you're in transition somewhere in your life right now whatever it is whatever stressful circumstance you have in your life you know you may feel like God's just given up for me God doesn't hear my prayers my prayers bounce off the ceiling or I've just I've messed up too bad in my life I've I've sinned so bad, and I am here to tell you, friend, that it is never too late. Never too late with God. There's always hope in Christ. God loves you. He has a great plan for your life, and he wants to do great and mighty things in your life. So I'm going to read the scripture now, and then we will wrap up. This is John 5, New Living Translation, NLT, where Jesus heals a lame man. And it says, afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was a pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years, and that is a very long time. 38 years, this man has been lying there paralyzed, and that just blows my mind. How did he lay there so long? How could he not figure out a way to get over to that pool? But some of us are like that. We just wallow in self-pity or we don't know what to do or we get too discouraged and depressed and we just lay there in our infirmity when Jesus so badly wants to heal us and make us well and give us a great life. But it says in verse 6, When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, because he was God, he asked him, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the, that sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. And just so you know, at that pool, supposedly an angel was there stirring up the waters and the water would bubble up or the waters would stir. And whenever that would happen, the sick person would get in the pool and they would be healed miraculously. There was a special presence of God there at the pool to heal sick people. And this man said, someone else always gets there ahead of me. And if that's you, maybe you feel like that's you. You feel like everyone gets ahead of me. Everyone else is getting their healing. Or everyone else's marriage is great. Or everyone else's finances are blessed. Other people are living the blessed good life with all these nice houses and nice cars and nice clothes and nice things or someone's ministry is being blessed or whatever it is you feel like someone else always gets there ahead of me so jesus told him stand up this is verse eight stand up pick up your mat and walk instantly do you hear me now instantly the man was healed he rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking but this miracle happened on the sabbath so the Jewish leaders objected, and ugh, this just frustrates me so bad. Here's the Jewish leaders, basically the preachers, the ministers, getting upset that a man is healed, all because it's on the Sabbath. Instead of being glad and saying, praise God, look at the miracle, they're complaining because it was on a Sabbath. They said to the man who was cured, you can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. And the, these Jewish people had all these laws and principles that were in addition to the word of God that didn't allow you to work on the Sabbath. And that's, you know, like Jesus said, he's above the Sabbath. 
He, God is not into religion and law and being restricted. God wants us to be free. But he says, they said, the law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. They weren't saying, that is awesome. That is a miracle. You got healed. Instead, they're complaining he's carrying his mat. But the man said, the man who healed me told me, pick up your mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that, they demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. And I really want to stop there because um, it's getting more into when Jesus is addressing their their religion versus relationship with God. What I want to focus on is how this man was instantly healed by Jesus. This man had been sick a very long time. It says he had been there for 38 years laying on the porch. And Jesus knew this about him. And his question, his challenge to this man, and this is what I said to the lady that I went to see at the hospital today, I felt like God told me to say to her, and this is what Jesus said to this man, would you like to get well? And so, dear friend, I am challenging you today. Would you like to get well? I believe that's Jesus' question for you and me today. Whatever our problem is, whether it's our troubled marriage, if it's a sickness in our body, an infirmity that we've had for a long time, if it's a troubled relationship with a parent, a child, an in-law, a friend, a co-worker, a boss, whoever. If it's some area in your life that is just really giving you trouble, you know it needs to get better. God is asking you and me today, would you like to get well? Would you like your life to be all that I have for you? And that's what I asked my friend today, and I said, it is a choice. I told her, it is a choice. And she, she said yes to the question when I said, would you like to get well? I believe that's what God is asking me to ask you today. And she said yes. She immediately said yes. She wants to be healed. She wants to be well. And I said, then you have to make a choice. She has to make a choice to stop doing the drugs. She has to make a choice to stop using the meth. She has to make a choice. And so you and I have a choice, too, every day in our lives to follow Jesus, to do what he says, to obey God the Father. And he will bring that healing, that restoration, that reconciliation, that miracle, that breakthrough in your life and mine. But we have to want to be well, and we have to choose to get well. We can't just keep laying where we are in our circumstances that are troubling us so much. We have to take action. We have to look to God the Father. We have to believe and trust in Him and have faith because faith pleases God. But we have to do what it is that God's wanting us to do. And then we receive the healing, the restoration, the miracle in our life. Right now, Ray and I are believing for a breakthrough with our housing situation. We're trying to buy our house. So we have to look to him, but we also have to take action, to take the steps of action to make that happen. And so it is with you and me and things in our lives that we desire. Would you like to get well? 
And notice Jesus told him, stand up. He said, don't just sit there like you've been doing in those familiar circumstances, those troubling circumstances. Stand up. Pick up your mat. You're not going to need it here. And walk. Walk into your purpose. Walk into all that I have for you. Walk into your destiny. And it says, instantly, the man was healed. Instantly. He rolled up his sleeping mat, just like Jesus said, and began walking. And it says, this miracle happened on the Sabbath. It was a miracle. A miracle by Jesus. So if you're needing your miracle today, I want to encourage you. Would you like to get well? Because Jesus sees you. Jesus knows what you've been struggling with. Even though it's been for a very long time, God has not forgotten you. And God is able to do the miracle. God is able to do this miracle in this woman's life that I went to at the hospital today. God is able to deliver her from that drug use of using meth. God is able to heal her of this deadly disease that, that she's battling right now because God is above all that. God is above every name. His name is above all names. He is the Lord. He is the King of Kings. He is a God Almighty. He is a wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace. In fact, I'm about to start writing a book. I've already started it, the first chapter, on the power of names. And it is about the importance of your names and God's many names, the power of his many names. So be looking for that if you're not already on my mailing list at bestjones.net. Sign up with your name and email address. Get your free gift, and you'll be first to hear about that new book coming up soon. So I want to encourage you today, friend. Would you like to be well? And I want to close out with prayer. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you for this message, this scripture. God, that you so bring to life. God, you've brought it in my life and my loved one's lives. You've been a healing, miraculous powerful God in our lives and our family. And God, you know, um, my friend in the hospital, you're able to do it for her. I pray, God, do the miracle. Perform the miracles as only you can. The same God that raised Jesus from the dead is the same God that is above every sickness, every disease, every circumstances, every trouble, every stress, every pain, every heartache, every torn marriage, every torn relationship between parent and child and, and between um, in-laws and between friends, God, and situations at work. God, you are over everything. You are God over all the earth. God, I pray you would sink this into our hearts, cement it into our hearts. Would you like to be well? And God, you're able, Jesus, you're able to instantly do a miracle. God, help us to believe in faith for those miracles, to look to you, to fulfill the purpose that you have for our lives. God, we want to please you. We want to bring a smile to your face, and you'd be so proud of us, and we want to run this race well. So I ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This is Beth Jones, international speaker and Amazon best-selling author. You can find out more about my speaking at BethJones.net. And also my Amazon author page where you can find out more about my 15 books that I've written and buy them at Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Beth M. Jones. You have a blessed and a beautiful day.